YouTubers, thrill seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob. Hello, it's your environmentally safe, non-GMO, gluten-free, with just a few traces of DDT, your humble host, Mr. Palumbo, and welcome to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Professor Liberty is a place where we can come together and share ideas without the fear of being canceled. You know, we don't have to agree on everything to be polite, and we certainly aren't offended if you have different views. Don't worry, I'm not going to dox you on social media. There's going to be no death threats. There's going to be no passionate interviews on television claiming I've experienced some kind of trauma. None of that. However, I do want to mention that Professor Liberty is unapologetically pro-America, pro-Western civilization, pro-capitalist, pro-republic, and dare I even say, pro-traditional values. Boy, out of all those, I wonder which one would trigger people the most. Anyways, as always, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. The email for the show is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. Please send me all your history, government, and economics questions there. Or if you have an idea for a show, or if you have a comment, a concern, a criticism. You can also message me on Facebook. That seems to be the most popular option. So that is always available. Today, we're going to continue our What Is series. So today's episode is called What Is Virtue Signaling? The practice of virtue signaling seems so prevalent today. We hear about virtue signaling on social media and in politics. And I thought we should discuss what exactly that is and how we can recognize it and maybe determine whether we are doing it ourselves. So I want, what I want to start with first here is I want everyone to understand that virtue signaling has several components. And so that being the case, we're probably going to have several diff definitions throughout the show. You know, as an educator, I really try to find different ways of explaining things because people learn and comprehend in different ways. So we're going to start with this definition from dictionary.com. Virtue signaling is, quote, the sharing of one's point of view on a social or political issue, often on social media, in order to garner praise or acknowledgement for one's righteousness from others who share that point of view, or to passively rebuke those who do not. All right, so let's unpack this a little bit. At its essence, virtue signaling is sharing opinions. However, there's a key component that makes it different than simply just having a conversation and sharing thoughts. Virtue signaling is about seeking praise or being put in the spotlight. You're trying to, you're trying to put yourself in the spotlight uh, because of whatever idea or thought you are sharing. Also notice that there's an element of groupthink involved with virtue signaling. Well, what does that mean? That means people who virtue signal are doing it to seek approval or praise from people that already agree with them. It's kind of like a self-righteousness contest. Uh, for example, uh, you know, a great example of this is on Facebook with the profile campaigns. Someone starts a campaign. So let's just use the COVID vaccination, for example. Uh, 
There's a campaign out there where people put on their profile that they've gotten vaccinated. And others uh, see that and agree and they and they they agree with the vaccination and they oh good job me too that's great and and they're virtue signaling they're trying to get praise from people who agree with them however there's another component to virtue signaling and that is shaming now this doesn't always happen and you can engage in virtue signaling for the praise or for the shaming or both so so you have three modes of virtue signaling. You could be doing it just for the praise of your particular group. You could be doing it so you could shame others, or you could be doing it for both. A trivial example of this uh, is something silly, uh, something as silly as, and I put this down in my notes, Halloween dress-up day. So I'm, a, I'm an educator, and some schools have Halloween dress-up day, where the staff decides to dress up as something for Halloween. And then you go throughout the day teaching in a costume. Now, look, I know adult participation in Halloween is like a popular thing, but I'm a grown man. And I'm not going to dress up in some stupid costume, okay? I'm just not going to do it. I stopped participating in Halloween when I was like 16. Uh, And here's the thing. I get quite a lot of heat for not participating. Other staff members can come up all dressed up. They've got their makeup on. They look great. They've got killer clothes on. Their outfits look cool. And that's fine. I don't judge them. But I've had an exchange like this or something like this many times. It goes something like this. Mr. Plumbo, how come you didn't dress up? Here's me. Because I don't dress up. It's not my thing. Oh, come on, Mr. Palumbo. Don't be so lame. Don't be such a fuddy-duddy. Look at my outfit. Isn't it great? Stop being so boring, Mr. Palumbo. This, in a sense, is a form of virtue signaling. The person who is all dressed up runs around, runs up and down the hall, making sure everyone sees them. And those who do not participate are kind of subtly shamed. Another form of virtue signaling is bumper stickers. And in some cases, electric cars. At least at the beginning of electric cars, I think virtue signaling was huge. Uh, But I think as they're becoming more mainstream, maybe the virtue signaling is dying down. What are you guys, what am I talking about, Mr. Plumbo? Bumper stickers and hybrid cars. Well, a bumper sticker is kind of like the like button on Facebook. I can say I like that and not do anything about it afterwards. And we're going to get to that in a minute, so I'll bring it back up. Now, some people buy hybrid cars and electric cars for the gas mileage, and that's good for them, right? That's, that's, that's what consumers do in an economy. They make decisions. They place value on things. Others, however, are trying to show how environmentally friendly they are. They want to drive around and show everybody how cutting edge they are. Same with vegans, That's why there's so many memes out there about vegans who can't resist telling everybody they're vegan because it's a status thing. For some, it's a statement that they're against the cruelty of animals. Cruelty of plants are fine, but not the cruelty of animals. When someone buys organic food or an electric car or products tested on animals solely as a status symbol, this is called conspicuous conservation. Now, not everybody does this for status, but many do. Another part of virtue signaling is that it's all talk and no action. So like we were just saying with the like button and the bumper sticker. 
This is sometimes called, and I love this. I, I never knew this was such a word, but I'm going to start using it now. It's a word called slacktivism. It's a combination of two words, slack and activism. CitizenLab.co explains it this way. The United Nation defines slacktivism as when people support a cause by performing simple measures, but not necessarily engaged or devoted to making a change. Other frequently used terms are clicktivism and armchair activism. Basically, and this is still the uh, website, basically slacktivism is a way to voice your opinion about a certain cause without taking to the streets or risking your neck. It's the virtual hashtag you're retweeting or the pink ribbon on your shirt or the rainbow colored frame in your Facebook picture or the Save the Turtles petition you signed last week. Of course, we do these things with the best intention, but is this a valid type of activism, or just a way to appease your conscience without truly having to engage? Unquote. I couldn't have written it any better, folks. And we can see uh, that social media has played a big role in uh, virtue signaling. I think virtue signaling has been around since humans have been around. We want praise. We want status uh, within our groups and within the greater uh, community. But I think social media has really played a big role in the negative uh, virtue signaling. Uh, people can just hit a like button or they can retweet or they can change their profile picture without any real show of support or any real action. They can get all the praise they want from like-minded friends, and they can subtly condemn those who don't do the same or share the same views. And that, boys and girls, is slack division. I kind of like that. Okay, so let's review. Virtue signaling has a couple components. Number one, it's an action which seeks the approval of like-minded people. So it's a statement. It's a public confession. But you're really just playing to the crowd. You're preaching to the choir. Number two, it also uh, is for someone to subtly condemn others who don't engage in the campaign or the behavior. Okay, so there's a, a positive and a negative component. And number three, it's mostly about simple action or statements and nothing much else. So the like button, the retweet, but no real skin in the game. So, for example, you know, the Save the Turtles bumper sticker, but no real lifestyle changes that might actually, you know, save the turtles. Virtue signaling isn't anything new. And unfortunately, it's very prevalent in the realms of politics and Hollywood. And I'd like to talk about both of those uh, briefly. Virtue signaling is great for politicians. And they've been doing it. They're the masters of virtue signaling. Ever since democracy came out with this idea of winning votes, which is mostly a popularity contest... Uh, politicians have mastered this virtue signaling uh, behavior. I can remember, for example, when Obama was first running for president. Hope and change. You might remember that. Hope and change. Hope and change. What are we hoping for? Shut up. Hope and change. What are we changing? I don't know. Shut up. Hope and change. Republicans are really good at virtue signaling, especially when it comes to gun rights. Every election... Republicans candidates will pull out their trusty old shotgun. They'll take a few pictures to prove that they're pro Second Amendment. And then when they get reelected, re 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 
You can tell I'm a military guy. When they get reelected, they toss that old gun back in the closet and they keep voting on bills to restrict gun rights. Presidents love props. When Bill Clinton was in the middle of his Monica Lewinsky scandal, he would often carry a Bible around in the Rose Garden, making sure the photographers were close by to show that he was, he was contrite and he was a repentant guy and he really is sorry for taking advantage of a young woman in that way. President Trump held up a Bible. The, a Bible is a very popular prop. President Trump held up a Bible in the front of St. John's Church during the summer of the riots. It's a really strange picture. I don't, I don't really know what he was trying to say, but he, you know, he got a lot of he got a lot of flack for it. But he stands, he stands in front of St. John's Church, and you know his stoic face, and then he holds up the Bible. So I don't know what that message was. And here's the thing, folks: we never seem to learn. Again and again, we watch these people pander and virtue signal, and they go off and do something completely different once they've won our votes. And then we keep voting for them over and over again. The world of virtue signaling hypocrites outside of Washington, D.C., that is, is also known as Hollywood. You might have heard of this place. During the lockdowns, many celebrities were criticized for posting videos on social media encouraging people to bunker down and we'll get through this together. Never mind the fact that most celebrities live in mansions or compounds with several acres. Never mind the fact that they're millionaires while most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck and most Americans can't just, quote, stay home. During the Trump years, I think there was also a virtue signaling campaign out there to, I think celebrities were r running over themselves, right? Trampling over each other, trying to show and prove how anti-Trump they were. How, how he was just the, he was the devil incarnate. And a lot of that was virtue signaling. They were telling their friends, their comrades, I'm more anti-Trump than you. Hollywood celebrities are also huge hypocrites in regards to the environment and so-called climate change. They pontificate to us and themselves about being more earth conscious and being more more, you know, conscious about lowering carbon emissions and carbon footprints as they travel around the globe in their private jets and they lounge around on their super yachts, polluting as they go. My personal favorite with Hollywood types are these actors who made millions and millions making action movies, killing hundreds of people, in, in creative ways, blood and guts, and using all these type of assault weapons who come out against gun ownership. That's virtue signaling, folks. If you were really against guns, you would refuse to make movies that glorify their usage. You know, you know a third realm that's really great with uh, virtue signaling? So we had politicians. Well, I guess this would kind of be in the politician realm. But you know who else is really great at virtue signaling? Socialists. In almost every case I can think of, communists and socialists claim to be against capitalism, and they're against money, and they're against the rich, and they're against greed. And yet, every single one of them, once they have gotten a little bit of money in their pockets, they become the biggest capitalists on earth. Bernie Sanders has how many houses now? Three? How many houses do you own? The co-founder of BLM, which is an espoused Marxist group that was on their website. Okay, I don't know if they've gotten rid of it now. They were proud of it a while ago. 
they, uh, the co-founder got into hot water recently for buying a couple nice houses for her and her family. I just heard of a gal on TikTok. I can't remember her name. She made, she made her, she made her name by bashing the rich. She just bought a nice condo in New York or something. And now she's saying, well, that's not what I meant about the rich. Well, now, you know, she's got some money. That's virtue signaling, folks. And here's the thing. If an avowed socialist can't even practice what they preach, why do we give them the time of day? They're frauds, boys and girls. They're frauds. They're hypocrites. And yet we listen to these people. It's really socialism for them until they come into some money which is straight out of Karl Marx's playbook. He was a miserable moocher who took money from everyone, his parents on their deathbed. He took their money. I mean, getting a job for that guy, was it was just beneath him. So it's all virtue signaling, boys and girls. It's this overt outpouring of support uh, for something with little action behind it. And it's for the purpose of receiving notoriety and praise from like-minded people. And it also has the added benefit of being able to condemn those who do not participate. So how do we not engage in virtue signaling? Great question. You know, we're all self-absorbed to some degree or another. And social media hasn't made it any better. Narcissism is on the rise. Hey, maybe I should do an episode on, you know, uh, I did a previous episode on the rising tide of nihilism. Maybe I should do the rising tide of narcissism an N-word. There's another, there's a couple more N-words that are just very bad. So maybe we can't fully get away from virtue signaling because it's kind of in our DNA. You know, we're proud people, we're self-centered people. But here are some tips that I think we could try to get, if we did these, we could try to avoid virtue signaling. Number one, in no particular order, find humility. We should strive to have a realistic view of ourselves. Do people really care if I'm for or against this movement? Is it going to really matter if I voice my opinion or not? Am I, why am I engaging in this? Is it for sincere reasons or am I just wanting attention? Number two, be private. If, you, if you're doing good things, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, if you're out there serving the community, doing good things, people are going to notice let them see it for themselves. Let them notice for themselves the good you are doing. Let your actions speak louder than your words or your like buttons. And finally, number three, make sure your actions follow your words. So this is kind of related to two. If you're for a movement, donate money. Get involved. Do something. If you just retweet a post or change your profile picture or you know, uh, get that bumper sticker, you're just virtue signaling. You're being a slacktivist. And you know, that's not to say all virtue signaling is wrong. If, if somebody is changing the world and a bunch of sheep just follow them for, for whatever reason, I mean, if we could really stop uh, using so much single-use plastic, for example, plastic pollution is going to kill us before climate change does. And if you got a million people following you for the wrong reasons, but they change their behavior and, and we clean up the earth, that's not a bad thing. You know, if, if you can bring awareness or funding to a cause, even if it's short-lived, that's a good thing. But we should be aware of the sincere people and the hypocrites. So there you have it, folks. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this podcast. I hope you learned something. 
Uh, I hope this really opens your eyes to virtue signaling. It's all over the place. We're, I'm probably doing it. You're probably doing it. Can we stop it? And uh, that's the key, right? Learning uh, how to recognize it. Learning when our political leaders are doing it just for votes. They're not really doing it for any sincere reasons. That's important. And finally, I'd like to say stop being fake. I, I would love uh, for a society to stop being so fake. We're always, it's always about us and putting up this image that we're better than people or, you know, whatever. I'd love to get away from that personally. If you're into something, be into it for the sake that it gives you meaning and it gives you uh, pleasure and it gives your life something to focus on. Don't do it for other people. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email the show, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. Please send me all your history, economics, and what am I missing? Government questions there. You can also follow me on Facebook and Parlor. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty.